My name is Bridget Campbell, and I would like to tell you about the project that Lauren Elliott Lockhart and I need your help to make a reality. Set in Portobello, Edinburgh, Trudy and Me is a picture book that shares the perspective of Lauren's children, Patrick, age four, big brother to Trudy, age two, who has Down syndrome. That comes from the video which supports a crowdfund campaign to raise money to publish a book called Trudy and Me, a picture book celebrating difference. Some of you may have met Bridget Campbell, along with Trudy herself and her family, at the Portobello Book Festival last weekend. It was, I'm told, a very moving as well as entertaining hour on Saturday afternoon. It's unusual to have sessions about a book which has yet to be published, Trudy and Me is all ready to go, when they've managed to raise the £20,000 needed to cover the publishing costs. I've seen the scanned pages, all ready to print, and it's beautifully illustrated, with watercolour paintings of Trudy and her brother Patrick on Portobello Beach by Bridget herself. And yes, it tells a story about the children, but also helps us to understand more about Down syndrome. When I met Bridget earlier this week, I wondered where the idea for the book had come from. So David, this was a collaboration between myself and Trudy and Patrick's mum, Lauren Elliott Lockhart. And it began with a conversation as we were pushing our kids on the swings in the play park down on Portobello Prom about how children with disabilities aren't represented well enough in children's literature. When Trudy was born with Down syndrome and Patrick was coming up three, Lauren wanted to find a picture book that she would be able to share with Patrick that would help him understand about Trudy. And she really just couldn't find anything suitable. So the two of us came up with this idea in the play park, as I say, and we just took it from there, really. You do have an English literature background, so you sort of kind of understand about books. I do, I do. I spent a very happy four years at Edinburgh University reading English literature, studying history of art along the way. And so it feels like that has been a really great backdrop for this because I'm just so passionate about how much literature can share different people's experiences and how we can learn from it, as well as having studied occupational therapy and worked as an occupational therapist for the NHS for 10 years, where I had experience of working with people with learning disabilities. It was kind of a collision of two parts of my life, really. And so the project has been a real joy to work on. It's taken us a long time. We've had lockdowns and homeschooling children and... Lauren and, and Patrick and, and Trudy subsequently moved from Portobello down to Lanarkshire, so that kind of slowed our progress a bit. But we've, we've persevered and we've loved it every step of the way, developing what we hope to be a really joyful celebration of siblings and really getting diversity into literature. But one of the lovely things is the way this has been illustrated. They are just genuinely beautiful pictures. Where did they come from? The illustrations have been a real joy to work on. Lauren and I talked long and hard about how we wanted to represent Trudy and Patrick in the book. And because we'd seen a number of books that do show children with Down syndrome that really didn't look that authentic, we decided to go with a mixture of photographs and the watercolour backdrop as well. So a local photographer, Joe Tennant, very kindly got involved and we spent many happy hours with Patrick and Trudy taking hundreds of photographs and distilling it down into around about 15 photographs that we've used for the book. And the backdrop of Portobello just seems so appropriate. It's where Patrick and Trudy were living at the time, enjoying all the different opportunities that Portobello presents for kids, playing on the beach, having fun in the play park. It was a bit of a gift, really. It came together quite well in the end, and we kind of developed developed a particular style for the book that that seems to work quite well, and, and people have been really complimentary about. And the text, was that from you, primarily? Yeah. And again, purely inspired by time spent with with Patrick and Trudy, of the things that they did together. 
Lauren and I talked about whether we wanted to have a sort of story arc, you know, where Patrick and Trudy go on an adventure or some such thing, or, or overcome a particular obstacle, which is something that you often see in children's picture books. But in the end, we decided that we just wanted to be true to the, the simplicity of their relationship and that joyful interaction between the two of them and a celebration of the everyday as well. Trudy's wonderful for highlighting that. You can spend half an hour with Trudy chasing pigeons or you could spend half an hour looking at the different quality of the sand. She's a great inspiration for mindfulness and she can get really absorbed in an activity. And so by keeping the story very simple on the surface, we, we've decided that that was the best way of kind of celebrating that. But at the end of the book, there is quite a lot of helpful information to give people a better understanding about what Down syndrome is. That's right. And that, again, it's quite subtle, the way that we've used the text as well. There are kind of layers to it. We wanted to be able to represent the true nature of Patrick and Trudy's relationship, but also hint at some of the things that perhaps are misunderstood about Down syndrome, such as that people with Down syndrome are always happy, for example. So we celebrate the fact that Trudy has a whole range of emotions and that Patrick will respond to those in different ways. So Patrick becomes the superhero in the book when he brings her bunny, her missing bunny, which is a feature throughout the book. But like you say, there is a lot of information at the back of the book that Lawrence compiled because people do want to know more and we wanted to make it really accessible for them. And Craig McIntyre, who's a local graphic designer, has also been involved in the project. Yes, I gather he just sort of, it almost happened by accident. It did. It was a very happy accident. I was at the stage of needing to get the illustrations scanned and Craig and I were chatting on the sidelines of a rugby pitch where our boys were both playing. And he mentioned the word studio, at which point my ears pricked up properly and I said, oh, what, what is it you actually do? And he said, oh, I'm a graphic designer, I've studio Dan and Leith. It went from there, really. Craig very kindly said that he would scan the images for me. And then when he saw them, the project just really resonated with him and he was keen to get involved and has been so ever since. So he's helped us transform the, the illustrations and the text into a beautiful-looking book, which we're just so delighted with. And, of course, you're self-publishing, but actually there's another accidental coincidence there, too, involving Craig. There is, yeah. So Craig's had a lot of great contacts from the publishing industry, and one of the publishers that he'd been involved with through his work for a number of years had a look at the the book for us and was going to give us a quote for the, the cost of printing them. But when they saw the content of the book, again... You know, it was just serendipity, but they told Craig that they actually had a niece with Down syndrome. So again, the project became quite personal for them. And so, yeah, it has been a lovely kind of celebration of community throughout. Portobello has supported the book so well. We're getting some really great feedback from local businesses about the book, and they're helping us spread the word about the crowdfunder. And of course, you took part last weekend in the Portobello Book Festival. We did, we did. One of my neighbours is involved in the book festival and I approached him initially and he very kindly squeezed us in towards the end of the the programming and we had a wonderful time. Lauren was able to come through from Lanarkshire with the whole family, so her husband Alex was able to get involved as well at the book festival and as well as having major contribution from Patrick and Trudy themselves and their little sister Georgie. It was wonderful. We had lots of local people come along, friends and family and neighbours as well. And it was a properly inclusive celebratory event. It was, yeah, it was ideal. And because it was in library as well, it was great for Lauren. She'd previously run an inclusive book group there, supported by the library. So we'd spent many happy hours with Trudy and other children with disabilities, sharing books together. So it seemed really fitting that we were in that same space again to share this particular project. Now, one of the reasons we're doing this today is to do with promoting the crowdfunding you're running. Just tell me about that. 
So crowdfunding was something that Lauren and I had never done before, but when we found ourselves in the position of needing to finance the printing of the book, crowdfunding seemed like a, an appropriate way to do so. So basically we've set up a, a page with Crowdfunder UK, we've shared information about the, the project through a video, and we're basically asking people to donate to our cause, basically. People can pledge some money and in return they'll get a copy of the book sent to them. We've also asked if people donate more money that they can receive a copy of the book as well as donate a book. Because ultimately our goal is to get to share this book with hospitals, with schools, with libraries, so that it's accessible to people and we're sharing that message of inclusion through literature. So how long have you got to go and when would you like to see this actually going through a print run? Good question. We've got 22 days left on our crowdfunder. We're currently sitting at 30% of our £20,000 target. So, you know, time is of the essence. We've got just over three weeks to get over at the finish line. But actually, if we achieved our target, or once we achieve our target, we've got to be optimistic here, we could see the book published within a month after that. Um, so it would really be quite a very quick process to actually get the, the book printed. So, um, yes, fingers crossed, before Christmas we could have the book in our hands. But that will only happen if enough people go to the crowdfunder page, there's a link in the description to this episode, and make a donation, and I know that times are hard right now. At the end of the video, Bridget, along with Trudy and Patrick, make it clear just how important this project is to them. By supporting our crowdfunder, you are becoming part of the story of helping us celebrate difference and making the world a more positive place for us all. And that's it for this week. If you have an idea which could make a future episode, you can contact, as Bridget did, by email to theportypodcast at gmail.com. Others have preferred to use social media. Next week, we'll hear about a charity based at Triporty called Under One Roof, which supports tenement flat owners throughout Scotland. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Bye for now.